Is your home or apartment in need of a glow-up, but current furniture prices, crazy shipping fees, and long delivery wait times have been holding you back from creating the space of your dreams? If so, you might want to check out Home.com. Based right here in Fort Worth, Home has hundreds of chairs, sofas, recliners, home office furniture, and more in stock and ready to ship to your door. Exclusively for Corks and Cowtown listeners, enter offer code COWTOWN at checkout and save 15% off your entire order. Shipping is always free and delivery is guaranteed in 10 business days or less. Go to home.com. That's H-U-L-A-L-A home.com. Hulala. Welcome to Corks and Cowtown, where everything is popping. Grab your drinks. The show is about to begin. Well, howdy, y'all, and welcome back to Corks and Cowtown. I am joined today with one of my favorite peeps that I never get to see, Miss Nipples, a.k.a. It's Dr. Emily McLaughlin to you, man. <laughs> really? Well, hey, Seriously. listen. I'm a professional, ma'am. <laughs> I mean, you are a professional, and that's why I appreciate you. So, but I mean, Miss Nipples obviously has to have some type of story behind Such it. Such a good story. Okay, spill it. So, I, my husband and I have been married. Jeff Nipper, my husband and I, have been oh. married for about fifteen years, and so okay. it gets down to the car that I've driven forever. This little black Lexus convertible. So, same car for fifteen years. In my single years, spent an inordinate amount of time at the bar at Del Frisco's. Maybe. I mean, so necessary. That's where you go. Uh, so they sort of got to know maybe the car and then I get married and I, this handsome man and we're dating and now he's driving the car down there in one night. So they would say to him, he's, what's the name? Nipper. And they never asked and he just wrote it down. And so one night I'm at a stodgy doctor meeting downtown and it's like McLaughlin, McLaughlin. And we go out to get the car and I said, it's McLaughlin. And the valet says, uh, no, no, um, we know who you are, Mrs. Nipples. <laughs> and instinctively... <laughs> My hands covered because <laughs> I said, this is Freudian. You know, I'm, yeah, I must be like, nipping or something. I'm afraid to look down. And I get in the car. And I said, I called Jeff and I said, honey, I got good news and bad news. <laughs> the good news is we've made it, baby. They know who we are at the valet at Dell's. The bad news is we're Mr. and Mrs. Nipples. Oh my gosh. I love and it. It's been that forever. Stop. So like, even if you still go. Oh yeah. He it's... does it all the time. He just said, now he just says nipples and nobody <laughs> even asks. And I freaking love it because it, it is. That's, yeah. So it, 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 it's organic and it's origination. I just took it and ran with it. Cause oh, for what I do, I'm a plastic surgeon named nipples. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. That's the best thing. Okay. So obviously for those in Fort Worth that don't know you people and in, what exactly you there do, are people in Fort Worth that don't know. I you. know things are weird here. It's, I know it's like okay, you, yeah. I mean, just you basically me are like one of the mayors of Magnolia. I feel like I, I, I don't think that's unfair. Yeah. I've worked hard at that Robin. So I appreciate it. I mean, it's necessary, you know, Fact. it's good to be known. Thank you. Yeah. So kind of go into obviously like how long have you been a surgeon and or what like what title do you like to go by? I'm a plastic surgeon. OK, so plastic, surgeon. plastic surgeon and um, been in practice for 18 years mm -hmm. here in Fort Worth. I was the first female plastic surgeon in Fort Worth and Tarrant County, which oh, is crazy. We love that. It's very good. Uh, trained in Dallas going backwards. So 18 years in Fort Worth. I did a craniofacial fellowship in Dallas, which was amazing. It got me to Texas, but I don't do that anymore. So is that facial surgery? It's craniofacial, pediatrics, cleft lips, palates, cranial oh, vaults, okay. wonderful surgeries. But... Not the kind of thing that I was prepared to come out on my own and start a program here. You okay, need a gotcha. lot of support and neurosurgery and other things. 
So I'm a breast and body surgeon and I freaking love it. I mean, I found my niche. I found my place. I've been in my office on Magnolia for 16 years. And that's when Magnolia sort of ended at Henderson. There was oh, nothing okay, on the other yeah. end. There was a lot of eyeball rolls like, this is a brilliant idea to put an office there. Hey, you were ahead good. of the curve. I was ahead of the curve. The realtors that helped me find my home in Berkeley, which is a 1925 little, they knew my style. Ooh. And they knew that there was a building and it just, it serendipity just worked out. And now Magnolia is it. Yes. And it's freaking fabulous. I love it down there. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. And I live one mile from there. So when I tell my husband, my commute took five minutes cause I hit all three red lights and he yeah. works in Dallas. He said, I don't want to hear it. I said, don't my my good decisions geographically should not be, I can't should be not like, be punished for that. You can't be mad about this. No, I knew what I was doing. I mean, you clearly did. I did. So whenever you went into just, I guess, school uh -huh. for school, a, like call, <laughs> like, like kindergarten, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time well, because I'm just like, I obviously don't know the like proper terminology of like, yes. is it technically like just medical school or like, what's the, like, here's the, here's the primer. You'll never need to, you'll never want to ask this question again. So okay. you go through high school and mm -hmm. then four years of college, four years of medical school. I did five years of a general surgery residency in Augusta, Georgia, plus a year of research, six years. Mm -hmm. Then I went, did the crane, then a plastic surgery residency, two years, then a craniofacial fellowship, one year. So that's 13 years after college to do boobs. <laughs> and I freaking love it. It's just so wild because that's <laughs> the thing that I was thinking is like, obviously everyone that watched like Grey's Anatomy, there's like residency fellowship. It's so and it's like, not like but that. it's also, oh, no, I believe <laughs> no. that. But as far as like, there's so many different terms for like yeah. the schooling and things that you're learning. Semantics. Like, what do you matter. call it? You don't need to know about that. Okay. Nah. Well, yeah. Doctor school. Well, I'm, see, that's I'm glad you know. No, you don't need to worry about that. I was like, that's why mm -hmm. you do the things. No one's you do. no one ever comes in and says, listen, I really need to know if you did a year of research. <laughs> no one's ever said that. <laughs> and if they did, I'd say I'm going to ask you to leave because that's creepy. That <laughs> you know be like, that. Why? But nobody. Nobody cares. Yeah. No. Um, well, so as far, obviously it's October, so yes. breast cancer awareness mm -hmm. month. Um, I know that you have some personal, mm -hmm. um, a personal story to go along with this as well. Would you mind sharing a little bit about no, that? No, I'm very uncomfortable with that, Robin. <laughs> I did not know Don't that there would be questions Don't do this to me right now, Miss today. Nipples. <laughs> Mrs. Nipples. Let me tell you about my nipples. <laughs> the, um, it, this is interesting to me about breast cancer awareness. Is anyone on the planet not aware of breast cancer? I it's mean, an interesting thing and I get it. That maybe a, a pink license plate cover does not breast cancer support make. And it, it bugs me. And I think that when you've had breast cancer, and I'm speaking not for me who had junior varsity breast cancer, but I did. Speaking for my, the metastatic people, the people that, mm -hmm. that will not be cured from this. Nobody gives a shit about a pink jacket or anything like that. Let's do something real. So I, Breast Cancer Awareness Month is very important. I understand that I sound sarcastic having had breast cancer. But it's not October 1st. You should not just become aware and mm -hmm. wear pink. Agreed. So having said that, yes, I had breast cancer six years ago. Double mastectomy for non-invasive breast cancer. Didn't need chemotherapy. Didn't need radiation. Cured. Grateful. Changed my life in so many positive ways. So, yeah, this is, it's very important to me. It's important to me for my patients. It is important to me for breast cancer awareness. Mm -hmm. But we need to be aware year round and do something about it. You don't just wear pink. No, and I, I, I think agree. that's a lot of what breast cancer awareness turns into. People come get a pink balloon. Not give somebody some money that's going to do something with it. Yeah. If you're going to be aware. Then. I think a large majority of causes do that though, yeah. because it's like every month or week or something, you know, throughout the year has mm -hmm. 
a cause, a reason, uh, you know, something that's being supported. Yeah. But that doesn't all go away mm-hmm. when that month or week is over. It doesn't. Or day. It doesn't at all. And there's Especially several- people actually going through it. Exactly right. Exactly. So that's the thing, because I know that then you started a charity event to put your money where your mouth is, like you said. You know who started the charity event? The city of Fort Worth and the great friends that I have, because mm-hmm. I had cancer and an idea that was really Danielle LeBlanc's idea because she really? heard of another surgeon somewhere else had talked about booby a little fundraiser for breast cancer. And so through the magical city that we live in. And crazy, the people that came to me to say, I said, I've got this idea, Carrie Carter. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. The heart on this woman. And so Carrie Carter and I are having wine somewhere. I mean, I've been diagnosed. No, it was I was after surgery. So it wasn't I was three weeks from diagnosis to surgery. It was three weeks. Booby Q1 came down six weeks after my surgery, which didn't make any sense. I mean, it was just lickety split. And it was the Himes. It was raw. Mm-hmm. It was people that came together that said, this is a good idea. Uh, Daniel's husband, Matt LeBlanc, Matt LeBlanc, Matt Wallace. He's going to kill me. <laughs> I love you, Matt Wallace. Oh, shit. That was going to, that's going to leave a mark. And the support of this community, the people that came together, we have given a tremendous amount of money away in the years we were able to do it before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We are, there's a huge question mark on us right now. We're not gone. People ask me every freaking week, is Booby Q coming back? Well, is there like, is it, what is exactly holding it back from coming back? Is it more of a financial, a location? Like, what is it? A lot of things, really. We have a very small nonprofit. I mean, my nonprofit is our nonprofit, three people. And it's hard. And we've got an army of volunteers. But the the world as we knew it, the way Booby Q was, was just a carnival at RAR with Heim. And auction items. It was a party. It was a, it was the, the last year we did it, we were, um, I think editor's choice first best event, best annual event yeah. beyond my wildest dreams. This is incredible. The pandemic hits and no one's going to be able to do this. And then the second year came through and like, mm-hmm. but we'll be able to come back now that we're three years out. It's where we will come back. We're going to come back differently. We have to, because the way we did it isn't going to work in today's world with the economy. Mm-hmm. With inflation. I mean, there's so many things. It, the lightning struck with Booby Q and it was magic. But the magic st- stuck. You know, people ask well, clearly, all the time. Yeah. So we just need, we're in the process of figuring it out. And it's going to come back. It may look a little different. It may not be the last weekend in October. I, I don't know. Um, it happened in October because of the timeline from, I was diagnosed in June. My surgery was in June. And um, I, I'll never understand how it came together. And I will never forget. If you've never, if you're curious about one of the greatest joys in your life, give a tremendous amount of money away and your heart and your soul will never be the same. I, I believe just, that. I just want more. Yeah. I just want to give more money away. We got to raise the money. We'll come back. We're, we're trying to figure it out. And I am so grateful for everyone's support because people are still interested. Well, I know that personally I can say that I would gladly you like are? to do anything okay. I can. And I know that Corks and Cowtown listeners would more than happily do that because we love our events and we love supporting our city. And I think that that's something because you're not only supporting like your city and that you're supporting actual locals and people that are experiencing, you know, these things that are out of their control. The majority of our funds went to cancer care services. And if you're not Mm -hmm. familiar, they're amazing. My God, the bat Mel Wilson, Mm -hmm. 
the best organization. So it was curious that we created ourselves and gave the money away, but it, that worked. That model worked for us. It'll look different when we come back, but it's going to, it'll come back. No. And I think that Fort Worth also does have a very good Amazing. background when it comes to any type of cancer care service, mm -hmm. because I know there's cancer care services, which I've gone and actually um, toured before, it's which they are great about also helping family members and friends, mm -hmm. anyone actually going through it alongside uh, a family member or Which friend. people forget. About yes. That, because that, that was the biggest thing they kind of told us is they were like, you don't understand that a lot of the, all the pressure ends up going to say your friends or family mm -hmm. in a sense. And they kind of are just like left with not a burden, but it, that's kind of what it almost feels like. People forget to check on them. Yes. You're the patient. Exactly. And my, my husband, unstoppable. The most, my Jeff Nipper is the most amazing man on the planet. And when I didn't have cancer, we had cancer, but also my friends had cancer. My family had cancer. Everybody gets it. When mm -hmm. someone has it. Exactly. And you, you rally together. But I think, yeah, cancer care, cancer care services model is just extraordinary that they look at the whole, the whole picture. Yeah. Because they even, I think that they even were sending like kids to camp yes. and whatnot because they were like, in a sense, it is a distraction, but it's something that's needed to kind of be uh -huh. like, Hey, you're still a kid. Yes. Like, let's do that. And then also I know there's the Carity Foundation in yes. Fort Worth that I've personally done a lot of work with as well. And they do the same thing is uh -huh. like if people need, you know, rides to their appointments and whatnot, they make sure that those things are taken care of. You don't know how blessed you are until you get. And I knew when I found out I had breast cancer, I was going to be OK. I know people. I mean, I, I call my doctors directly. That's that's a gift. Yeah. That people don't do. You know, I didn't wait for it. Is that is that right or wrong? It's neither. But that's just the way it is. So I learned there's so much. So much work to be done, so much to pay forward, mm -hmm. but it still takes its toll. You know, it's a, you never don't hear you've got cancer for the rest oh, of my yeah. life. I will hear you've got cancer. And when I have a patient that has cancer, when I have a patient with implants, a cosmetic patient, capsular contracture, the things that come with things that we do, I, I know what that feels like. I know what that's like. I know that this is frustrating. I know you're scared. I've been there mm -hmm. and right or wrong, good or bad. I'm a better surgeon. Because of what I went through six years ago. Oh, I absolutely and believe that. I, I can't, I won't take that away. I mean, I don't want that, that belittles people that don't get to say I don't have cancer anymore. But it lit my fire and I know what I need to do. Yeah. So we've been on hiatus, but we're not gone. We got a lot more work to do. Well, good. I'm looking forward okay. to hearing that coming back. You said it out loud on yeah, your podcast. I was like, so I mean, it. everyone listening here first. Wait for it. Just wait for it. Let's I'll, I'll do let it. you when, when when we come back. I'm going to bring like, it to you I to throw out gladly, there. Gladly, gladly, we'll be doing. I'm grateful. That. We're all grateful. No, absolutely. Well, I imagine also, like you said, is like your patients are probably very grateful because in a time where they're going through something difficult, mm -hmm. you can be like, I get it. Yeah. And that's something that a lot of people don't get mm -hmm. because we've all had our own walks and journeys in life. Yeah. But at the same time, it's hard for people to be like, No, I actually understand what mm -hmm. you're going through. That's true. And I, I lived out loud when I did this and I felt like I, I, I don't I don't pretend like I matter, like people don't know who I am. But if I'm in a position through for all that's wrong with social media, mm -hmm. you got to use it for good and not evil. Yes, that's my opinion. Agreed. And so if I had not lived out loud with this. Doesn't seem fair mm -hmm. but for me. To, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Well, guess what? We're going to talk about it because I've. I've got cancer and it's breast cancer and here's what's going to happen. And I lived out loud with it and it helped people 
more than I ever could have imagined. And I, I had no idea. I wasn't doing it for them. I think that's, I live out loud like that. I'm yeah. processing it by putting a picture of my biopsy side up. And people, years later, people have said, I thank you for sharing because it demystified. You didn't want to get cancer. Nobody wants yeah. to get cancer. There's nothing wrong. It's not your fault. You're not broken. Mm-hmm. You just have a, it's a hiccup or a forever hiccup. I, I don't know what you call that. But for some reason, talking about it made it a little less bad for some people. And that was worth it. Well, I think that people just in general, it's like something maybe just because there's not we're not all just like fully educated on yeah. it that people are scared to talk about it yeah. because people have questions mm-hmm. and they're just like, well, I can just Google it. But the thing is you, the worst that, thing. literally, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm sure you get all the like web MD mm-hmm. people in there too, all the time. So oh, it's, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, hate it, but I did it. You know, and I just hurt my shoulder, my rotator uh-huh. cuff. I'm like, yeah, two months ago I had my rotator cuff repaired and I couldn't have told you three months ago what was freaking in a rotator cuff. It's like a medical school yeah. thing. Oh, my rotator cuff, whatever. I'm like, I better read about that now because I don't have a clue what I've done to myself. When it was interesting when I was going, had it, when I had had cancer and I was back at work, a week never went by where I didn't feel a phone call or someone would message me privately and say, my friend, my someone, will you talk to them? Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not even in Fort Worth, not even my patient. Well, I think I sent one of my friends to you. I, whatever, for a whatever consult it takes. even. Absolutely. And I whatever. was just like, this is who you need to talk to. You just let me talk you out of the, Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to ask. Here's a, here's a bullet points that you're going to need to talk to your surgeon about. Yeah. Call me if there's a problem. I mean, can I fix it? No, but I know what I'm talking about. I know what you're going through and I can help you. Exactly. And I, I wish to help you. I mean, if, if that's why I got cancer, then I did with it everything that I could. Do you think it was kind of like a full circle moment almost whenever it was just like you went into like being a plastic surgeon. And then it was like, wait, I have like experience and knowledge even in this field. And I'm, I'm not following you, following you completely. Tell like me just again. because it's like, did you feel like drawn to like, obviously doing like, say like breast augmentations and like different types of plastic surgery. And then it all comes around and it's like, wait, like now I'm really dealing with like breast surgeons and breast in general. That made my, my fun job really, really real, which yeah. it was. But I, I went into plastics for a, a, a nose job for a really bad nose when I was 16 years Stop old. Stop it. Absolutely. Really? Yes, horrible. And I won't even go into details right now. That's for another show. But when you're 16 years old, which was about 85 years ago for me in East Tennessee. <laughs> Whatever. And your parents say at 16 years old, we're going to have to get this nose fixed or no one's ever going to want her. I mean, she's just hideously disfigured. You're lying. I'm not lying. A Scotch-Irish-Italian nose that had been broken three times and it was... Wasn't pretty. So I got my nose fixed when I was 16, which was ridiculously advanced at the time. Yeah, I was going to say, was I was like, uh, you could have fooled me. Nobody, oh no, this is a very bad 1980s nose job. So I got a, my nose fixed when I was 16 and I had the prettiest country club nose for six months. It was perfect. And I'm at a Super Bowl party, Super Bowl party. I don't know why I, tri- tri- I tripped <laughs> over that. And I got a left hook. Someone was going to hit me with a pillow. Stop. And it was innocent enough, but it turned into a left hook on my new nose. And so I'm trying to, you know, like this. And my mother, my beloved, God bless my mother. She's like, who do you think you're kidding here? I mean, so my, my nose is now under my left eye and I got my nose fixed again when I was 17. And I lived with a crooked nose for years. And so anyway, I declared very arrogantly when I was 16, I'm going to be a plastic surgeon. Dumb luck got me through that. So 
This right. is such an interesting story. Oh my goodness. Yes. That was, is not what I was expecting whatsoever. I will tell you, I will tell you later, teaser, exactly what my nose looked like and how, I mean, my mother, it was like a party trick. It was horrible. But so that was great because I did, my father was a cardiologist. I grew up knowing I wanted to go into medicine. Okay. And I was drawn to surgery because of the technical procedure side of that. I didn't know plastic surgery was a thing until, until the, the mess was fixed and broken and fixed. And <laughs> my God. So wait, life is hard, Robin. Life no, is really it, hard. it is. <laughs> Clearly, that is just like mind blowing to me that that's like such an interesting story of how you kind of got from like one place to the other. What's delusional is it all worked out because yeah. it's dumb luck. I mean, there's no guarantee you're going to. I mean, my, my reality is, I mean, I'm a great surgeon. I, I believe that about me. I was a mediocre high school, didn't really care, didn't really try, did okay. College, eh, whatever, you know, did okay. Medical school, did really well. Surgery, psh, took off. That's what I, when I got to my thing, that's when I was a, a contender and I was what I was meant to do. And I just was lucky enough to wade through all the crap and it worked out. That is wild. It's crazy. I mean, I guess they kind of say that though, is they say like a lot of people who are some of our most successful were like the C students. Or like B students. And they're just like, when, like you think about when kids are growing up, they're like, they have all this pressure on them mm -hmm. of like, you have to do this. You have to do this to get to the next step. And but it's like, what if you don't like that? Yeah. You, if you don't like it, then you're not going to engage in it. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't like it. I didn't yeah. like, and I knew what I wanted to do, but I just was, I was a little apathetic about it. I was a little blase about it. And I'm just freaking lucky as hell that it worked out for me. But what's interesting is, and now for young people that want to go into medicine, I may or may not be a good resource, but I tell people all the time, really? Do you really? Let's talk about it. Because it is not. If, if, you, if someone went into medicine to make money, you're an idiot. There's so much easier ways to make money. It is hard. It is a hard life. Oh, I, I just had my that. shoulder reconstructed from 18 years of physical abuse from doing lipo. Does that sound dramatic? Maybe a little, but it's, it's really hard. Now, in the world of plastics, it's very elegant. My job is great. But in the world of insurance and medicine and everything, oh, it's yeah. tough. It's really tough. It's tough on your life. I mean, I was divorced five years. I married my medical school boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And he dumped me very unceremoniously six months into my plastic surgery residency. Don't you love me anymore? No, no, no not like I used to. Oh. <laughs> what? Okay. So I did the second half of my plastic surgery residency, separated from my husband, who I loved, divorced four days before I moved to Texas. Thank God, because I yeah. met Jeff Nipper. But it's it's hard. It's a hard, silly thing. And what's like the best piece of advice you would give to someone besides like just being more realistic about it? Like, is there one thing you would say that kind of drives people that are good in that field? In medicine? Yeah. Follow your heart. You've got to really want to do it. I mean, if you have a giving heart, if you know you want to help people, if you know you want to do research, whatever it's that you know you want to do and your reasons are pure, follow your heart. But there is, and who wouldn't do that? I mean, I'm sure there are people that are dumb enough to think I'm going to make a ton of money. No, you're not. Absolutely yeah. not. So if, you're, if, if your intent is good, then follow your heart. And I would help anyone get through it. You know, my husband was a dentist for 14 years. Jeff was. I didn't know that. Hated it. Miserable. The last three years of his career in McAllen, Texas, he really struggled with this. He sold or gave away everything he had, walked away from dentistry, moved to Cozumel, where he taught himself Spanish, worked on a dive boat, did some personal training, came back home. He is now senior safety guy with Manhattan Construction, speaks meticulous, beautiful Spanish, mm -hmm. happier than he's ever been. So the better advice than follow your heart is follow your heart if you're not happy. 
Walk away. Have the courage to walk away and reinvent yourself because we get one shot at this thing. If you're not happy, nothing is worth it. No. Nothing. It's not money. It's not anything. It is. Do you go to bed and wake up with a smile on your face wherever that is and who you're with? And if it's not the case, fix it because it's too short. Life is too short. I completely agree with you on that because it's one of those things that like I'm even going through right now Mm -hmm. is that I'm just like not happy with like my day job, which is my business. Yeah. But I'm like, it's first of all, not what I ever thought I was going to do. And it just ended up kind of falling in my lap and I was good at it. Okay. But now I'm like, it's not like there's no passion behind it anymore. That's a problem. So yeah. And that's the thing is like, I've been saying like my goal is probably within the next like three to four months, I want to have a new plan. Then you will. So that's the thing is like, it's the first, just, the first step to getting a new plan is to saying you want a new plan Yeah, and manifest it into reality. As, as dramatic, I know that sounds silly. No, Man, not at all I'm to me. I'm so freaking lucky that I love what I do. But I, my job is the best. My office is the best. I love to operate. I do not love being in the office every day for three months with one arm. Absolutely not. I hate it. I can imagine. But it gave me time to be yeah. here with you. And that's well, amazing. Hey, oh, I'm very I'm happy. available for another month, by the way, if you need me. Perfect. Maybe so, we'll just have you on to talk about who knows what. It's fine. I mean, I've and we've got a lot of free time, right? Especially now. now since we kind of teased you with what Uncorked is, then wait. you have to like I come need be a some guest of that on that in my too. Life. I do. Yeah, because okay. I feel like we could have some real good sass. I don't even together doubt that for a minute. Yeah, because like double episode. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, that's the nice thing too to is like. So I met you at what was Kenton Co. Yes. And just you have dogs that are well. You had yeah, you only had Lola Pearl <laughs> at the time which is just a gorgeous, pretty little thing. And I obviously was like, I need to pet that dog. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful? So yes, we, um, Lola Pearl is a Swiss shepherd. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, my husband and I believe these are our children. So we take them no, absolutely. everywhere. Yeah. And that's right or wrong, good or bad. You know, and Jeff said, well, we're going to go to dinner. Do they have a patio? Are they dog friendly? Are we gonna, yeah. Do we have to go? Yeah, we are going with the dogs because they're our children. They are the most regal pups they you've are. ever seen. If you haven't find them, if you haven't seen them, they have their own Instagram. Oh, right? of course they do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how did you know about that, Robin? I, I mean, did I show you that a minute ago? Yes, Weird you did. That I did. Lola, <laughs> Lola Pearl, and Lily P. McNipples at that site. Um, they are so regal that we don't go out without. Never has happened that someone hasn't said, "Can I'm sorry to interrupt your dinner, but can we pet your dogs? Yes. What kind of dogs?" And if we choose to carry them through the world like we do, that's our responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. We didn't bring them out. We didn't parade them in front of everyone to say, leave us alone. We're having dinner. No, I agree with and that. And they are such good dogs. They're good with children. They're good, wonderful dogs. And so Lola Pearl is now five years old. Lily, our baby, Lily P, Lily period, she doesn't have a middle name, <laughs> is nine months old. They are bliss. Yeah. I just in the now that I'm not operating right now, and so my husband leaves early for the gym and I'm laying there watching the news with coffee and these two huge shepherds mm -hmm. all over me. I don't want to get up and go. No. I could do that right now. I mean, it is heaven. It literally is. There's something about like a dog just laying on you that's like therapeutic. It absolutely is. And when it, in my opinion, when it's a really big regal dog, Mm -hmm. a really big regal dog, if it was a mean dog, would be a buzzkill. Oh, absolutely. A, maybe maybe there's a junkyard dog that's the sweetest dog in the world, which makes your heart happy. When it is a gorgeous dog, that it is an incredibly sweet dog, Nirvana. Yeah. I mean, they're my shop dogs. It's a, And when I see patients in my office, I'm like, do you like dogs? Yeah, I do. Wait for it. White, white lightning yeah. down the road. <laughs> These two monsters. And it's great. 
No, it is. One it time really someone is. said, I don't really like dogs and I could hear the record scratch. And I'm like, er, I'm like I'm so, I'm not, I feel like I'm not going to be able to operate. Anytime I meet, I, <laughs> I, I would be, that needs to be a question on their, like, their little screening. questionnaire. Yeah. Be like, be like, wait, no. Okay. No. Absolutely. Sorry. No. Sorry. Very busy. Very busy. <laughs> yeah. We're booked until 2024. <laughs> oh, well. Think I'm it sure. through. Yeah. Be like, maybe come back when you like dogs. When you like dogs. Yeah. And we'll talk. I'm I think available. It's, it's just one of those things that I don't know. I, I think it's the same thing. Like I obviously will joke and be like, I can't stand kids because some kids can be absolutely awful. Same way as some dogs could be absolutely awful. Yes. The way they're trained and mm -hmm. brought up. But it's one of those things that like, if you just immediately are just like, you see a dog and you're like, mm, don't like it. I'm like, did you even give it a chance? It's never happened. Like what's wrong with you? Yeah. Now cats are a different story for fact. me. But I, I'm also allergic, so that I'm might not, be a I'm, little different. I'm not, but I just don't get it. I was like, I do like cat videos. I think they're pretty funny. Like with the cucumbers? Have you ever seen some yes. of their, What is that? I don't know. Or have you seen them? I think it's like when they lick like a popsicle. No. And they have like a brain freeze. I don't. No, I have not. Yeah. And they like just like freeze and like fall over. It's kind of, it's like one of those feigning goats almost. <laughs> Got to fight. Yeah. Fascinating. I like those too. Good segue. Yeah. I was like feigning goats. To the goat feigning. Yeah. We've covered, like, a lot of, we've covered a lot of area here. I told you this would be easy. I love this. I love I'm I told a, you. I'm having a ball. I mean, feigning goats. Yeah. Who would have thunk we were going to that? You know, you just never know what you're going to get know. here. You it's really like a box of chocolates, he said. I'm telling you. Uh -huh. And that's like my favorite movie, too. Fact. It is. I was like, it's just, it has everything. It does. What's your favorite movie? Oh. Do you have gosh. one? Or Wait. what's your like go to show to watch when you're at home? The, the movies you won't ever turn off if they're on. So, Urban Cowboy and Shawshank Redemption. Oh. 100% of the time. If yes. those movies come on, I, I watch it as though the ending would have changed since the yes. last time. I, I can't do it. I totally I can't walk away yeah. from those movies at yeah. all. Saturday Night Fever, same. I mean, I've okay. got this little John Travolta movie thing. Oh. Grease, I love, I mean, I do, but then, you know, but I think Shawshank Redemption and Urban Cowboy, those would be my two. I mean, I definitely get Urban Cowboy. 100% so of the time, yes. That I definitely understand. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it is what it is. Since Aerosmith hasn't made a full feature length film, which would be my. That would be your go-to. They don't have a, like a documentary or anything out about them, or like no, uh, sorry, not documentary. Um, like kind of a show about them coming up, and they're like, you no, know, they do. What is it? I can't even remember. I've, I was I like, like, I've seen everything. Yeah, I was ever like, done, I don't think I've ever seen anything about know. Aerosmith. You, I, you think I should have outgrown that by now? No, no. you don't. It's good. Why, news. Like, why would you? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not interested in growing. I just wonder if I'm a little old for this. No, it's just getting. It's getting deeper. We just That's went to Fenway. Fine. We just saw them at Fenway Park. Really? It's like, here's the thing. Like, if you were going to have like an obsession with something, like uh -huh. it could be way worse. Could be cats. Yeah. See? Exactly. <laughs> or like dolls. Like people no, that collect like dolls. No, have you ever seen like, I, well, I highly doubt she listens, but my college, uh, one of my college roommates collected Barbies. And I remember there was one, whenever we got our first apartment, like off campus, I came home one weekend because I was always staying with like my boyfriend at the time and I come home and in the living room, which is like literally smaller than the room we're in mm -hmm. now. And there's just like a love seat and a TV. All of a sudden a shelf is installed all the way around the top and it's all these boxed Barbies. That's Steve Carell, 40 year virgin. And like, yes. yes. And I literally was like, no, I hate it here. <laughs> That's terrifying. I, it was. Well, and I, I don't like pink. So it literally like it was all pink. And it threw me for a loop. And I was just like, I feel like I'm living in the twilight zone. Did you stage an intervention? No, I just never stayed there. And I stayed in my room. 
like because it was like the living room was in the middle and it was like the common area and then we had our bedrooms on and they were in the boxes in the living room so like a decoration all right well this is a it's a crummy segue but now i feel compelled to share because i'm getting a lot of pushback for this go for it since i have not been able to operate for a few months Mm -hmm. and i have a building brain i need to create something i have gone like very miss diy i'm very diy okay legos okay hardcore into the hardest Legos I can find. So my office will tell people she's in her office playing with Legos. I said, that sounds like I've got a bucket of bricks and I'm making a bridge. I build a damn piano that works people. Shut up. Yes. I'm not even kidding. I'll show you the video. I mean, I will say I've been to like, what is it? I think it's the Lego land or whatever. I have not been to Lego land. And like some of the stuff is really cool. But at the same time, I think it was also, this is weird. My like high school boyfriend was really into Legos and they would build like all the really like elaborate stuff, stuff. Yes. and I was just like, I mean, I didn't get it. My thing was Lincoln Logs. I love Lincoln Logs. I mean, I definitely fucked with some Lincoln Logs. Modern day Legos will blow your mind. Oh, I've I believe that. Van now. Van Gogh Starry Night, and I put the light kit on it. What? It's illuminated. Remote control. Wait, where is all of this? It's all in my office right now. It's like, getting it, ready to be a display. My office is the Fort Worth Aerosmith Museum and the Fort Worth Lego Museum now. So it's shelves. Shelves. Can you of these do things. a Lego of Steven Tyler? That would be playing with Legos because I would be creating that de novo. That's different. Okay. I'm, fa- I'm very methodical. Okay. And, and nobody touches them. I said, don't you do it. I swear to God. I've got a Vespa half assembled on my puzzles? desk right now. Love puzzles. I do. Okay. Absolutely love puzzles. But I'm very protective of my Legos. I said, I swear to God, if one piece is on here tomorrow that I didn't do. Do you like take a picture when you're done so you make no. sure nothing's been moved? I couldn't care less. I'm just kidding. I, I don't. Oh, but, I was like, but I, I mean, I, like, I made Jeff the Seinfeld set. He's seen every episode of Seinfeld. It okay, is insane. That's where me and Jeff will not get along ever. Fell flat. He was like, I, I don't get it. I said, I, I made this for you. I love you this much. I was just, he just doesn't okay, get it. Okay, what's your love language? Acts. So like that was like an act of being like, look at what I did. I for really you. did. Yeah. I, I thought he would think that was the coolest thing in the world. And he said, where are we going to put all this crap? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Awkward. He, well, like, are they heavy? No, no, no. That's the only thing I'd be like. I mean, are you going to build, are you going to start building shelves around your no, office now? No, they're not. No, no. Should I give you an idea? I will stop when I don't have, they're going to, I know where they're going to go. We're going to put them out there, but it's, 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 it's fitting something that I can't do right now. I have yeah. to build something. I do the paperwork. I do all these other things, but I have to create something. And since I can't operate and it's been interesting because until about a month ago, I couldn't even use my right arm. And so I've trained my left hand, which was previously worthless, that I'm almost ambidextrous now. And Stop, it's, really? it's sort of a weird, it's keeping this old 53 year old brain malleable. It's working for me. I mean, that's but amazing. It, it's, it's become a little thing in my office and they're all they do now is just say she's playing with Legos. I said, I swear to God, if I hear one person tell someone else I'm playing with Legos. Little fa- well, no, there is Dr. Implant. You know, you've seen my little Lego alter ego. No. no I'll show you later. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I don't understand this. what I just sound like now. It's weird. See, I told you. I was like, but it's fine. So now I need therapy. No, no, don't. We're not going there. Okay. I was like, unless you want to like, we can come back and bring a therapist on and we can just go ham. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I was like, I don't think we want to go there. We're not going to do that. I was like, instead, we just need to do um, another one about just like different cocktails. I would love that idea. Like cocktails, wine. Because I know we said our initial plan was we were going to go do the TRE and drink wine and like go to Dallas. 
and do like an interview along the way. You're saying that like we are not going to do that. I mean, we still absolutely can. Have you done that? Do you know how fun that is? I've only been on, I think, the Terry like twice ever. Robin, it is. Okay, so the problem now is Jeff is working in downtown Dallas and he takes the TRE every day so he doesn't have to drive, which put a real hitch in my giddy up for the Friday night dates because he doesn't want to get on the damn train. He doesn't want to come back to Fort Worth. But fun fact if you get on at TNP and you go mm-hmm. to Union Station in Dallas, it's right at an hour. Get a bottle of wine, some Eatsy snacks, get one of the chairs with the little the little table. Yeah. It's a picnic. It's just amazing. Hmm. Freaking awesome. You can even just get on another train and come back. Round trip, $42. Oh, it's a blast. It sounds stupid, but it's very interesting. I don't think it's stupid. I think it's a like creative way to just do something different. It's people watching, you watch the world go by, you don't have to drive. I will say the people watching I experienced was quite yes. something else. Yes. And I think that might be the only reason I haven't done it again so soon. Cause I was like, mm, needed a minute. If, okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I want to be around that again. It was also like prime time, like on a weekend. No, no. Friday so, night. We'll, yeah. we'll go. Okay. What you need, if you're going to the Majestic, I mean, you or American Airlines, it's brilliant to take the train. If you go to the Majestic and get to Union Station, it's a couple blocks. You can walk over there, but it's it's sort of a non-annoying way to get over there. I don't want, I have no interest in going to Dallas ever. Sorry, oh, Dallas. Same. Whatever. Out and back is, mm-hmm. is our way to do it. But it's, yeah, we did talk about that. Mm-hmm. We can still do that. Well, I think that I needs think to we be should. our next rendezvous. Maybe we should do like a wine flight. We can have Tyler help us pick some. Oh, drinks. it'd be a blast. Yes, please. Yeah. I'm in. Tyler. Tyler. You, Tyler. Call, we're call doing us. This. Yeah. Put your people in touch with our people. I don't have any people. Well, you do now. Okay, good. Yeah, we'll share people. Daddy. Yeah. Daddy. Daddy. Daddy's not here right now. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was like, I just think that there's plenty of different things to do between here and Dallas. But the thing is, I think just everyone's like, I don't want to get to Dallas. That's so. exactly what it is. Like, that's the issue. Traffic is awful on the weekends. I don't do traffic. I don't do traffic at all. But what with the dogs, here's the other thing that we're currently doing. Looking for all of the dog-friendly anythings anywhere. Like yes. brunch, yeah. Roanoke, Grapevine, Cleburne, mm-hmm. anywhere that you can just get out of town just a little bit. Crazy. South Lake's got some amazing brunch places. I never go up there. Oh. Hadn't been up there in years before last weekend. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever been to Mutt's? Not a fan. Sorry, really? Mutt's. Okay, Why? Two reasons. Lola Pearl came down with a bad case of Giardia. Only Ooh. could have gotten it from there. Yeah. And then for all of the security, someone left the gate by the dumpster open and Lola Stop got it. out into the road in <gasps> front of, and I just can't. Oh, I would have had a full-blown, like, flip out. Yeah. I, I, I would have I been a back. wreck. Love the idea of it. And, yeah. you know, that people that are going to invest in taking their dogs to a dog park clearly take care of their dogs. Things happen. Yeah. But, you know, she picked up something somewhere and that's the only place she'd been. And then when she got out that day, even with me sitting right there, I could see her walk through the gate. She was running around and nobody had an answer. And I thought, what if? And what if is so dramatic? Yeah, it it didn't get over yourself. Terrifying. Yeah. You got to you got to come down from that. But you have to think of we all give ourselves hypothetical what ifs daily Mm -hmm. that we deal with. But you should be able to diffuse a what if immediately. Oh, absolutely. But I can't. Yeah. I hold on to it for and then every permutation of what. Oh, I can feel you on until that. Until you're completely exhausted. And mm-hmm. then, then the voice of reason, Jeff, is like, didn't happen. Yeah. You're going to need to. I think a voice okay. of reason is very important. It is. So I, I need one of those. Call me. Probably. Yeah. I was I'll like, get him on the phone. You've got yeah. his number. <laughs> Be like, um, Mr. Nipples, please. Can I uh, ask you something? Thanks. Can you talk me down? Yeah. Please calm me down because that is something that I so would like to. That. 
be much better at. I'm but, not good at that at all. Oh, I'm not. No, that's what that's what your people. That's those are my people. Yeah, that's talk what, me down people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just had this conversation with uh, Tina Baddock from Nashville Stampede at, during PBR, and she was saying the same thing because she said that you know like women, especially like in business or if you're a lead of anything, she's the GM for the team. And, you know, people, if like she says something or like, say, if I say something that a man would say, what we do is considered bitchy. If we like are staying from a leadership standpoint Uh or being like, I'm not going to stand for this. This is how we're going to change things. And this is what happens next. But it's considered like, well, that man was just like, you know, he's like strong and an alpha and whatever else. And it's just like, oh, well, she's a bitch. Totally get it. And it's like. Well, that's the world we live in Mm -hmm. because we're professional women. And I don't care what line of work you're in. There is a double standard for that. Oh, absolutely. Do do I care about that? Not really. I'm going to do, I'm going to do what I'm going to do anyway, but it's, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's just wild though, because like, I'm sure you get that a lot too. Cause do you do all the like conferences and trainings and stuff still? Is that necessary? Oh yeah. And like it, what is it mostly? Like what's the demographic at those things? In the world of plastic surgery, the demographic is predominantly gray haired old men. Mm Mm-hmm. More and more women are coming up and it is amazing. And then everything is changing. The science, the, the, the advances. I am the opposite of a scientist. I have the attention span of a kindergartner. I I go to the meetings because that's how we learn. But I, 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 I have trouble with that. I mean, I I just don't, I I don't have the attention span for that. But what's wild is they've done studies even. And this is like from the researchers and things you would think they tell you, like you typically only hold information for 20 minutes. Really? And it's well, like, explain things- me why I know every Bee Gees lyric in the world. <laughs> explain that. Because you heard it Where in like that, Batman? shorter like things though. But think <laughs> about how, if you listen to a whole CD, how long it normally is. Uh-huh. It's like normally like 25 to 30 minutes. Yes. And it's like, okay, that's like attainable. But if someone wants you to go sit down and listen to a two hour lecture. Depends on the lecture. Well, that's I true sat too. Through, I sat through a lecture this past weekend on material that I'm very, very interested in. That was excruciating for me to follow at mm-hmm. home. I'm screaming at the computer. I said, oh, dear God, this has got to end. And Jeff said, what, really, what are you doing here? And it was one of those situations where we were provided the slides printed uh-huh. and they're reading the slides. We can read, you oh, know, give me, that's ridiculous. Give me yeah. some nuggets to engage me in. The speakers can be dynamic, mm-hmm. but when it's just this, blah, 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 I, no, I feel you on that. Cool my eyes. I can't, can't listen to this another minute. Is there like, do they give you different options no. for that? Don't participate. That's sad. Well, it's kind of like, do you ever use like Waze or yes. any like thing? You know how you can like change the voice? Yes. Freaking love well, it. Well, I loved, I always got Waze because I think when I first got it, it had like Mr. T giving you directions. Oh yes. And I was like, I'll listen to that instead of like the guy just yelling at me. Did you know you can record all of your own commands on Waze and do custom Waze? What? I'm a third of the way through customizing Jeff's ways. Oh, I don't want to customize my own though. No, I'm no, you do it for someone else. Huh. Take a right Should- here, motherfucker, something like that. You know, like <laughs> it could be your whole thing is you dumbass. You couldn't you Wait. can absolutely customize ways. This is what we should start doing. I'm not kidding. Let's do this for people. Be like, everyone, give us your ways, Mm -hmm. and we're going to tell you where you just need a few choice commands, and then every all of the commands that are pre-populated, you just record them, however you wish to do this. And so it will say, take a right, but it's going to say, listen, jackass. (laughs) Like I said, take the idea. I love that because it makes me so mad whenever you use, I think, like the Apple Maps one, and it'll be like. You're going to need to get into the, you know, left lane to take a left at the next left. And it's like, what? (laughs) 
And then it's like, get to the left now. Now you're going to take another left. Now you left, 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 left. And you're just like, ah. Do you love it when it says, continue going straight? Now stay straight. Yes. And it's really? just like, no shit. <laughs> I need you but, to continue to be straight. Yeah, it's like, I need you to just give me like and the I still, general things. Zero sense of direction. I, I could not find my way out of a paper bag. Really? I am too arrogant to follow the damn navigator because I'm like, that could not possibly be right. What do I even know? Getting here today, freaking miracle. Never mind the fact that I hit some. I like how you also said you were like three minutes away. I, well, I looked it up. <laughs> I Googled it, you know? Yeah. But I don't know where the hell I'm going. And I still got lost. And then I have my lemonade that they didn't give me a straw for. So the top is off oh, and I hit no. one of the roads and there's lemonade all over the place and just kept plugging away. Chaos. I knew I needed to be here. Hey, well, I, I dug deep. You, you know, I appreciate you. I love, this, I, so. I, I'm having a ball. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go. Where are we? We're good. No, we're, we're good. Straight. We're, we're good. Having a ball. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is I, I told you as soon as we started, it was going to be fine. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of anxiety about this. I don't yeah. do this kind of thing, but I, I mean, maybe I need a podcast. Do it. What would I talk about? Anything. Really? People literally want to talk. I, the amount of conversation topics that people send me and they're like, can you talk about this? And I'm like, sure. will. Like, why not? Fascinating. Yeah. Why like, not? I see I, what you did there. Why not? You know, we now might you as well. do know I have my mixology license online. What? I don't mean to brag. And I can pull it up from a photograph from six years ago, but I did the click and point mixology. So I could mix you easily, easily a vodka tonic out there if you wanted one. Just a vodka my tonic? My tie? Probably not. <laughs> I, well, don't worry. I learned how to bartend at Chimmy's. So I if you want shots, give me a job. I was like, I got you. You know, uh, dear Martin Thompson, my friend that owns Cat City Grill right next door to my office when he had just first opened. Mm -hmm. I think that was about the time I got my certificate, which doesn't mean a damn thing. And I said, Martin, can, can I practice? He's like, can I go with no? <laughs> Not a good Just idea. be like, no. I can't. Can I pour wine? No. So no. <laughs> no. no. I mean, if, as long as you know your counts, kind of. I don't understand. I feel like that's about it. I'm a, I got a heavy hand. I mean, that's fun. People are never going to complain about a heavy hand. It's normally the opposite. The of light that. hand. Yeah. Cause mm -hmm. like, you know, you've been out somewhere and you're just like, does this even have alcohol yes. in it? Now, when you go to Joe, but I'm always afraid to say story. the fact. Yeah. You said, where's the jet fuel container yeah. that's the, uh, do you have a two margarita rule at Joe T's? What's your, what's your stopping point? Are you serious? You can, can you make it through two? I get two pitchers. Stop it. My best friend and I get two Stop pitchers. Stop it. It's like literally our tradition is like, it's like my best friend since we were 12, Michelle. And so we literally like, we'll pick one night where we know we're just going to be like a soup sandwich. And we literally <laughs> Uber to Joe T's and we get in line and we have like our line margarita, you okay. know, like our line pitcher. And then we sit down and then we try and get through the second You've one. You've lived to tell about this. Yes. Multiple times. I can't. Do you want to know my most embarrassing story about yes, that? Please. That she's going to hate me for yeah. is that there was one time where we were like really struggling to decide if we wanted a second pitcher when this like all first started and the table next to us left a full pitcher on their table. Took it. And we took it. Yeah. And drank it. I can almost sort of top that, but not really. That's, Do it. I dumpster dough for French fries in my office once. A rep had come for lunch and I just can't. I've never met okay, a French but fry. Were I you actually love. dumpster diving or was it just like a little waste basket, like small one? Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Cause I was like, I'm trying to picture you like, diving I into wasn't, like a I wasn't dumpster outside. I wasn't as deep into a dumpster. No, it was, was still like, in the building. That's a much better visual, but like. A little. It's iffy. I think that. It is magnolia. You know, there's no talent. That's so, true. Yeah, I did. I, I, I couldn't I just want to make sure and still get you business, you know. I thank <laughs> I you for that. be like. She, she has one arm and she dumpster <laughs> does. <laughs> it was a good career. <laughs> oh, well. 
I do love French fries. <laughs> Coming up on Best of Fort Worth. Oh the highlight oh, reel. Well, yeah. You're like, some of my colleagues are going to listen to this and go, oh, hell no. They never should have let her on the radio. No, no it's amazing. No, okay, wait. That. What type of French fry do you like? They happen to be waffle important. fries, but I like... Shoestring fries, <gasps> just the little, like little rosemary, it, like a Pacific table fry. Yeah, it's a good fry. Okay, are you a crunchy or soggy? Oh, crispy fry. Oh, thank God. Oh, hundred percent of the time. Oh, this is no, why we always get along. I was no, like, ma'am. I literally like people that like like the soggy fries. I'm like, are you okay? Like mentally? No. Like, I think that day in the garbage can, they, I would have left them behind. I would have left a soggy fry behind. But I oh, watched absolutely. the guy, the rep, who I knew, throw them away, and I'm like. God, Wait, are you, what sauce? My ketchup girl. hundred mm, percent. On a mm. corn dog though. What do you put on a corn dog? Nothing. Not even mustard. Nope. Fascinating. I can't do like condiments on the raw, like no straight ketchup, no straight mustard, no straight mayo. What do you do? Nothing. Or I ha- it has to be like a barbecue sauce. Huh. Or it has to be like a Chick-fil-A sauce. Like just the like pure form. For some reason, but a I just like sauce is not a pure sauce. That's a combination of all no, the that's sauces what I'm saying, you just talked I about. I can't do a pure like the pure origin sauce. Fascinating. Like it has to be a mixture. It has to be a combo. Oh, can't do that. Yeah, I'm like ranch. Amazing. No mayonnaise. Don't get it. Disgusting. Yeah, it makes no sense. But I think it's a smell thing though for me, like smell and textures. A fact. Completely. I think that's what it is. What about mustard? How do you feel about mustard? Disgusting. I agree with that. Little goes a long way. Yeah. It's a no for me, dog. I know. See, to look at me, you'd think I'd never met a food I don't like. I hide. I'm very particular. I'm very, I have the kindergartner, my palate, my attention span and my palate. Really? It's weird. Like what food do you not like? Olives. Like all olives? Olives. No, I hate them. Is it a texture thing or taste or smell? It's everything. It's that they exist on the planet. What about mushrooms? Depends. A green giant mushroom straight from the jar, hand over fist. What? Like a properly sautéed mushroom. I freaking love them. But no, it's, I'm very particular about that. Weird, mm. isn't it? Will you get them on like pizza? Yeah. What's your ideal pizza topping? I'm a pepperoni. A meat. Meat lovers. Meat? Carnivore pizza. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. That's Full good. On, like the pizza from Mellow Mushroom. I haven't been there in forever. Holy hell. Robin, get yourself a pizza. It's stupid, stupid, delicious carnivore. Well, I'm about to go to Chicago, so. Uh, that's not, that's not pizza. Well, that's the thing is that, like, it's the only thing I didn't have when I was there last time. And I was like, because it was such a debate. I don't get it. And I was like. It's like a what? mattress. It's like a Serta mattress <laughs> with pepperoni on top. I, I, that's too well, much. isn't the sauce on the top? I don't know, but it's just too much heft yeah. to it. That's yeah, not, I don't need that. Especially uh-uh. because whenever you go places by yourself. Like, I, I don't know about you, but like, obviously you being on Magnolia, you can like walk around and just go grab lunch yeah. and like sit by yourself. And I like to go places when I travel, sit by myself. And it's like, I can't order a whole pizza. Yeah. When, no, but not when I like the slices are like that and I'm only going to eat one piece. Why not? Because it's wasteful. Did you, did you get joy from the bites that you had? I don't know if I would. If well, it's you that should try it. Pizza. Well, how will you know until you don't try? I mean, that's true. Big deal. Someone is going to dumpster dive and eat that pizza. <laughs> So you're helping somebody out. You're welcome. I need <laughs> hey, you to think about you know your what? actions. I appreciate you now because just, that's what I'm going to be like. Now I don't even want to put it in deal. the trash. I'm just going to put it like in a neatly wrapped like you bow know, right next to we it. We were somewhere the other day. I did this on Magnolia a couple months ago. That's one of the Magnolia people that walk and they're harmless. You know, those guys. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, I don't know why that's become such a thing on Magnolia. But one of the characters 
Mm-hmm. We were at Maggie's or something, Jeff and I, and I saw him on the other side of the street and I said, all these guys, you know, so I ordered a Coke, a Coke and some fries. And yeah. I thought if he, when he comes back, I want him to have hot fries and a cold Coke. Yeah. Not only did he ghost me, he never came down this side of the street, but Jeff is so funny. He's like, we need to put this in the, we need to keep it cold and hot. And I said, honey, I'm, I'm doing my level best, you know, I but know. he never, he never showed up, but that is one. Okay. So whenever I was in, um, where was it? Like Monterey, California. Yeah. I was walking along like their little wharf or whatever they mm-hmm. have. And this group of characters was outside. I like using that term. Yeah. Um, and they were just like, hey, could you get us some food? And I said, hey, yeah. I was like, I was like, food, drinks, whatever. Sure. Absolutely. Right. And I was like, what do you want? And this guy was like, I really just want some ice cream. And I was like, any flavor? And I said, I'm going to dinner right now. I said, if you're going to be here when I get back, I said, I'll bring some. And so he was just like chocolate. And I was like, absolutely. So maybe an hour passes. I literally go find this little like ice cream place. To be there so badly. And I come back, gone. Damn. And so then there's another little group of characters. And I was just like, hey, I got this for someone. They're gone now. Would you like it? And they had like five dogs with them. And obviously, you know, I'm just like, and I have Cammy at the time. This is like oh. 2018. And so. I'm just like, you know, is, do you want it? And one of the guys was like, yeah, we'll take it. But just so you know, like not all the dogs are friendly. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, do you want me to just set it down over here? Or like, you can come grab it from me. Like, what do you want? And they were like, you can just set it down. And they were like, thank you so much. That was sweet. But it was just like, but same thing is I was just like, I will absolutely do that. And then I just got so sad because I was like, wait, he's gone. Yeah. I was like, I thought you were going to come back or like I be did there that. still. It was funny you said that. And it was a memory or something that there was, I was driving to my office and someone had a sign, you know, and I mm-hmm. went, I didn't stop and say, wait here. And I went down eighth to that Rosedale Starbucks and yes. got a protein plate or something. And he was gone and it bummed me out so bad. That's happened, all yes. I had to do. But the one day this was funny. I was driving home from my office and this lady, I think her name was Dora. She's not there anymore, but she was always on the same bench. And so I saw her every day, months and months and months and months. And I would just sort of wave or gesture. And one day I pulled, I was thinking I was in the convertible, like it was easy to yeah. speak and it wasn't weird that I was stopping and pulling down my window. And I said, is there anything I could get you? I said, I'd love a cup of ice. And I'm like, well, I don't have any ice on me. Yeah, okay. Like, okay. <laughs> that's well, it. Yeah. Oh, anything on it? Well, no, and that's, a, so I started carrying like just, I get water bottles everywhere. Yeah. And so I, in my car at all times, have like five water bottles. And so especially when it's like hot as hell yes, out, I love especially it. here, I'm always just like, would you like some water? Because I feel like that's something that everyone needs all the time, regardless of what your yes. situation is. But it's amazing, like the couple of times that someone's been like, no. And I'm like, isn't that curious? I know. And I'm like, I don't want to be like mad about it. But at the same time, I'm just like, is it Fiji? Okay. No, I thought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be like, no, no. Smart water? Absolutely not. <laughs> The struggle is real. The struggle is real. But I'm just like, okay. But Do you know what is so awesome in our town too, I think, is the heroes in Fort Worth. And oh, so yeah. I have cut line to buy officers meals. Mm-hmm. And I was at Tommy's the other day or something and there's a, the game was in. And so the guys over by on Forest Park, the officers were up in the corner. I said, can I, has anyone bought, their, oh yeah, someone already bought their meal. I said, can I buy them dessert? Anything, you know? Yeah. And so they throw, we're throwing food at these guys and I'm thinking, we are so lucky to be in a friendly, kind, safe. Everyone's yeah. got their problems, but I, I love people clamoring to buy officers' mm-hmm. food for some well, reason. It, 
I also just talked about this with Andrew on one of the last episodes is because I was talking about Hallie's Heroes, which is like the charity for the little girl that Mm -hmm. I always like to help support and how all of like literally most of DFW in general, but like especially Fort Worth, like Fort Worth PD and Fort Worth like FD, like rallied and supported her and have done nothing but be like, let's find you a match. Let's do this. And like have done that to help numerous people. And some of them have been matches for other people that they don't even know. So great. And it's like amazing. What I said is like, not only are they putting their life on the line every day, Mm -hmm. but then they're actually showing it through their actions to be like, if I can literally help someone or save them, then I'm going to do that. So God bless that it's reciprocated at least to some degree, because imagine Mm -hmm. parts of the world where it's not. Yeah. And I, I don't get it. I don't, I I don't don't know. know. But get just, we're skating around some political stuff. We're yeah. not going to do. We're not going there. Yeah, we don't have to. It's not my scene. And yeah, <laughs> I mm-hmm. know you said you wouldn't do I that, and do I was it. like, and that's totally fine. Nope. So, but it is just one of those things that it does make you very grateful for the people that like you're kind of surrounded by or you see, and like whenever you can give back, like you said, even with like the charity. Yeah. Like being able to just do something that can't really like be repaid. It, yes. And it's like, and you, if you can just do something with like no expectation of return. Like, why not? It is the easiest thing in the world to do. And I think everyone's done it, whether or not they appreciate that they've done it. But the joy, what that does to you, it's like Mm -hmm. giving away tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever. That is a joy that maybe some people won't know. Yeah. Buying food for someone who can't Mm -hmm. do it. Just see how good you're going to feel. No, I completely it's, agree. Yeah, I, but I agree. I don't give money. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I, I will. I, I hesitate to do that. No, and I don't same. know why, yeah. but I will go somewhere and get you what you want. Oh, same. I'll go out of my way to mm-hmm. do that. I'm like, I will always like food, water, clothing, things like that. And my friends and I have talked about it for a while that we want to go to like Sam's Club and like buy a bunch of stuff and make little like bags. I'll help. Okay. Yeah. I'm I was serious, like, then let's do, yeah, I was like, let's do that. I had bags in my car when you're talking about the water for years and they were just Ziploc bags. And my mm-hmm. thought was, it was granola bar water, little thing of mints, a toothbrush, mm-hmm. some toothpaste and some Kleenex. Mm-hmm. But one of the lowest moments of my life is these, it's like the season, oh, excuse me, <laughs> summer, summer had ended. And I, I don't know, there was like a few bags left. I'm starving. I broke into one of my <laughs> own bags and ate the granola bar. And I'm like, what have I sunk to? I mean, I, I mean, just took this out of someone's mouth. I just took this out of someone's hands. I'm eating this girl. The guilt was just washing. I said, I've got to go. I've got to go. On I've got to go granola bars. granola bars. I can't. This is horrible. I, I, uh, I, I, now, hey. I really look like a weird food person now. I go into <laughs> garbage cans and I eat bags in my car. But Maybe we need to person. call you like, you can be the new little trash panda. I don't want that. I don't want to be that. I mean, I think they're kind of cute. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. I don't even know what that means. It's what like it? a raccoon. That's what they call raccoons. I'm a raccoon. Because, you know, they like. Like to go pandas. <laughs> trash pandas. That I did not follow you at all. Now I now I've come full circle. I see. Maybe I, Miss yeah, I still don't want to be that. No, no. <laughs> Miss Nipples does not need to be a trash panda. No, Mrs. Nipples has quite enough on her plate. I mean, that would the be two baby nipples. Though. The baby McNipples. When we drop them off at Playcare, it's funny. Um, they said the McLaughlin. They called Lola and Lily McLaughlin, and I don't want to correct them, but I'm like, that's not their name. Yeah, I feel like that's it's not McNipples it. because I'm in there too. You know, I mean, so. Hey, that's who we are. As long as you're telling them, I do. They, they know, know who they are. They know. They know who they, they are. They know who they belong to. They do. That's all that's needed. And that's necessary. All that well, I'm so happy you got to come today. I, I know we had a ball. Discussed multiple topics, I which I told you we would. And now do. I'm a trash panda. We've come I mean, full circle, indeed. 
I'm okay with that. I mean, that. or we, I don't know. We need to come up with like a good fry nickname. A fry? Oh, for French fry? Yes. <laughs> tater salad. <laughs> Brown whites. Tater tot. I do love tater tots. And if you haven't had champagne and tater tots. I don't think I actually oh, have. God I mean, you bless. know I've had plenty of champagne. Yes. But tater tots with champagne. But a champagne and a tater tot together. Ooh, the salty, like, Ridiculously good. You've got the combo. crunch. Yeah. Mm, cold, I can see cold, that. wet, fizzy, crunchy, mm. salty. You're welcome. You're speaking my language. Oh, I'll set it I up. I love this. I'll set it no, up. We, okay, so here's the things we're going to recap with the people. Yes. Booby Q's coming back. Yes. And everyone's going to help. What, when, why, and how, we don't know, but yeah, t- it will happen. TBD. Yes, TBD. That's coming back. Um, also, we are going to ride the train. Yes. And then we are also, what else did we just say? Why did my brain just go blank? So... There's so much stuff. There's so many things. I, I'm going to, we had a highlight reel is what we <laughs> I need. I was like, obviously when I go back and listen to this, I'll be able to say, but it is what it is for now. I'm, I'm But thrilled. yeah, so Booby Q. Yes. Coming back. Um, train rides. Oh, we're going to do our little bags for the I would absolutely characters. love. Uh, yes. I'll, I'll hit the I was like, So yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. and then if anyone listening wants to help with that, then we could maybe all kind of do that or maybe we can also reach out to some local charities through like we united should. way and i mean with the seasons changing too it's interesting they we, mean like do like a jacket drive yes, or something our blankets yeah you know it's interesting they one of the socks socks are great anything like that one of the characters on magnolia he's not there right now and i don't know but he shows up when he does and he was he was cowering on a bench freezing cold and we have all these blankets you know in our operating yeah. room there and so their blankets just get threaded you know whatever so I ran down there and took him two blankets and I just said, you know, cause he's cold. He looked at me like no one had ever approached him before. And I didn't say anything. I said, just a buddy, you know, I'm getting ready to go to work in here. You just look cold. And I saw him later that day, he was walking around with the blankets and then and I never saw him again. doesn't matter, yeah. you know, but I thought that's so, and we all, I, if I think, if I let myself think about the disposable stuff, I the stuff that doesn't mm-hmm. get worn or yep. anything, we, we need to. You know, I'm a good staging area down there on Magnolia. Okay, I, I, well so then. So we need to figure out a way to collect, without making it a crazy thing, but just keep the flow going. Yeah. For not just the Magnolia people, but, I mean, life is hard. Yeah. We all need a little help. Uh, that is the truest thing you could say. Mm-hmm. We all need help. So it's just hard to ask for it sometimes. Well, just, you don't have to ask. Yeah. Sometimes it's a look in your eyes. That is very true. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful you were here. I don't even know how to tell you. I, I was like, you. yeah, I, appreciate I love you this too. A lot. I was this like, I'm glad we did this. I'm thrilled. I was like, now we just have to do it again. I'm and ready. then also everyone just stay tuned and we'll figure out uh, dates for all of the things we're about to do. I can't wait so. to get the phone. When I leave here and someone's like, I'm sorry, what? We're, we're bringing it back <laughs> when? like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, forgot what's to talk to you about that. <laughs> hey, Carrie, call like, me. Here's the situation. <laughs> we, we will come I back. I know. I was like, I haven't seen Carrie in forever either. So She's traveling a lot, but she's, you know, and to her credit, I had said something about, I don't know how we're going to do it. And she said, I'm not ready to let it, to see it go. And I said, yeah. I'm not either. Absolutely. We've worked we too hard. Yeah. We just found ourselves in the crossroads of a surreal, everyone else did, the whole world did. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to fight to bring it back. It'll be look very, very different, but it'll be equally great. I was afraid we went out on a unintentional high, you know, your best of annual event. This is amazing. How did this happen? And then the world shuts down. Mm-hmm. And what do we do now? I mean, I yeah. don't want to, I don't want to taint the legend of what was so great, but we've got more work to do. So yeah. we're, we're I got to figure it out. Okay. While we're building bags, we'll talk. Yeah, no, we have plenty of time to okay. do this. We will make things happen. Done. So actions. Okay. 
actions over words. Louder than words. Let's do it. Fact. Yes. I'm I ready. love it. Yay. I love I'm so you. happy. Thank love you for you. this. I had a ball. I was like, this makes me so happy. Let's do it again. No, absolutely. We went I was over. Like, I know. It's we fine. Stop. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> I was like, this is my podcast. We can do whatever we want. This is like those ASMR. I hate that ASMR stuff. It's creepy shit. Can it we is. Take, can we take this off? Yeah, no. I was like, well, I'm going to say bye to everyone oh, first. Awesome. <laughs> so thank you so much for everyone listening. And as always, cheers. <laughs>